What's up, guys? Josh Brisbane over at the Savage Waterman. Um, I had a guest just bounce out the last minute, and um, so I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have one lined up for today or for tomorrow. So I thought, being a savage that I am, I would just go ahead and ask some, answer some questions, talk about uh, some MMA issues. There's a surf contest getting ready to pop up. So uh, we'll just kind of uh, freestyle here, and um, we'll go. We'll just jump right into it. So I'm on MMA News Junkie right now, MMAJunkie.com. And the first thing that pops up is Jones. Eight million to fight Ninganu, still way too low. Um, I read this, you know, John Jones is going back and forth with Dana. He wants to get paid. Dana obviously doesn't want to pay him. Uh, it's been an ongoing issue with fighters since Dana took over the UFC back in the 90s. Um, I think it goes with every sport. People want to get paid. You know, fighters definitely want to get paid because it's a short window, just like NFL. You have a small amount of money or a small, small amount of time to make money. So I see both sides. I see, you know, everybody, if you've had employees, everybody wants to get paid more. I see Dana White's aspect or his point of view where he doesn't want to pay money to uh, his people as, you know, as what they want. And I see John Jones' perspective as well because, you know, Although he's been in the fighting for 10 years and, and winning and fighting everybody that they give him put in front of him, he needs to get paid. And he's not going to be a fighter forever. And, you know, I, I'm with him. The boxers get paid $20, $30, $40 million a fight. Uh, UFC's always been known to pay their fighters less. Maybe, you know, some of the top dogs. I think John Jones was making $2 million a fight, um, you know, before he's now asking for more. He's a heavyweight. Ngannou just crushed Stipe um, just last Saturday. Uh, lights out. I was going for Stipe. I just thought he was a sniper and was going to um, you know, beat Francis again. But Francis uh, did everything he needed to do and has been doing since he fought Stipe last. And he just went in there, and he was a well-trained beast. Uh, maybe Derek Lewis has a shot of a one-shot knockout. But other than that, I don't see anybody in the heavyweight division taking out Naganu. I know I jumped segways real quick, but Naganu is an absolute beast. Um, being that size, 6'4", 263, I think he weighed in at. Being that size and that skillful, you know, stopping, stuffing the, uh, the takedowns. Now he's, he's calm, he's collective, he's not rushing in there and taking the crazy shots like he used to, which would expose him. Uh, I think Nagano is going to be a heavyweight for a long time, or a heavyweight champ for a long time. Um, and even if you, you know, John Jones does get that fight, I think Nagano can still do it. Um, you know, the last couple of fights at 205 with John Jones, I think he's kind of slowed down a bit. Um, not a knock on him at all. I mean, we all get older, but uh, he's not a young guy anymore. He's in a young man's sport, and uh, I see Nagano taking out John Jones if that fight happens. Um, John Jones is asking to be released. Who knows? I don't think the UFC is going to release him. He's too much of a, a big name. But uh, let's see what else we got here. Mighty Mouse on earning his one title shot. Uh, Mighty Mouse. I met him out here in Cabo before, Demetrius Johnson. Super nice guy. Unfortunately, since he's gone to one, I haven't watched any of his fights. Um, that's on me. I just have a hard time finding one and I don't go out of my way to watch those fights but he I think is one of the best watching that guy fight um, I don't usually generally watch the smaller guys but he's he blows my mind on what the things that he does there was one fight where 
he picked up the guy midair and got him into a triangle or something in midair. He was thinking and he did a move and it was whew, super impressive. Um, that guy is amazing. He's going to go over, you know, he has been at one for a while. I think the same issue that with John Jones had, he wasn't getting paid enough um, and always had issues with Dana. And Dana always said he wasn't being bringing in the money, wasn't bringing in the big crowds to watch the UFC. So they actually did a trade with uh, for Mighty Mouse with one um, to get Ben Askren over there. It was a weird little deal where they traded fighters first time they've done it. Um, and I don't know if anybody knows how Ben Askren worked out, but he's now going to fight a YouTuber, uh, Jake Paul, Paul Logan. I don't know. One of these guys, I don't even pay attention to it. It's so goofy. But, uh, yeah. So, Mighty Mouse, let's see what else. Rockhold hits out of UFC for mafioso-type negotiating tactics. I don't know. I've never liked Rockhold, and I'm supposed to because he surfs. But he just seems like an arrogant prick. So I've never liked the guy. Um, he, I think he has a pretty, he's pretty conceited, has a big head. I've never liked the guy. Another one that pops up on here is Paige Van Zandt. Um, she's now doing bare knuckle fighting. And she's also marketing the hell out of herself. I think she's doing, um, well, I know she's doing it, OnlyFans, fans only. And I don't know if she's showing uh, more than, more than, I don't know if she's being naked. Let's just put it that way. Um, she's doing some pretty risque stuff on Instagram. Hey, all the power to her. Make money while you can, I guess. Um, I particularly don't think she's the greatest looking. She put on a few pounds, but uh, hey, good for her. You know, can't knock the hustle. Make money while you can. Another fun one I hear is Misha Tate's coming back. Uh, I've always liked Misha Tate. I think she had the best chance of beating Ronda before Ronda got beat by uh, Holly Holmes. Um, Unfortunately, she didn't stand and keep hitting Ronda. She tried to take her down, and that's where Ronda's specialty is. But Misha Tate's making a comeback. I think she retired in 2016. Um, she got beaten by lesser opponents, and I think it was time for her. And then, since then, she's gone over to one and was you know, had an executive position there, had two kids. Now she says she has the fire to come back. Okay. Again, all the power to you. If you can come back and say you want to unretire and come back in the UFC, do it. Get that payday and uh, do what you got to do. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelman gets torn in four pieces. I'm not even going to open that. I don't know what it is. But uh, I think Robert Whitaker, oh, that would be a good fight. Um, let's see what else we got. UFC news. Basically, those are the highlights. Oh, another one. Uh, Nate Diaz is coming back. Um, he's going to fight Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is a big name. Uh, he's been talked about a lot. He had a year and a half off. I don't know if it was full on injuries or what the causes were, but he had he was a big name, and then he was going to fight for this guy and this guy, and a lot of fights fell through. So now it looks like at UFC 262, Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz in the historic five-round fight. Um, I don't quite know why it's historic. There's five-round fights all the time that aren't for belts, but... I mean, Nate Diaz, people will watch him, but I just don't get it. The guy can talk his way out of fights. He talks a lot. He's, he's kind of a gangster, you know, whatever they call him. Um, I don't know. He just gets these big-name fights, and he bleeds. He gets cut, and he bleeds all over the place, and then they stop the fights like he did with uh, Jorge Masvidal. He got cut, and they stopped the fight. Um, he's a bleeder. He's a talk, shit talker, and... 
I don't know. I guess an interesting fight. I, I watch the fights, but I don't really go out of my way if he's fighting because uh, I just think his mouth and his prestige, like his you know mystery around him is a little bit better than uh, he actually is. I don't think he should be ranked. I don't think he is ranked, and he still gets all these top cards. But on that card is uh, Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira. That's a good one. That's a really good fight. Um, Chandler is just coming out in the UFC after his first fight against, um, man, I forget who, uh, Hooker. And I thought Hooker was going to win, and Chandler just destroyed him. So I think Chandler versus Olivier, Olivia, uh, Oliveira is going to be a good fight. Um, I'm not even going to make a prediction on that one. I just now saw that Tony Perkins is going to fight on that card. Unfortunately, I think uh, Justin Gagey took Tony's soul. When he lost that fight, I don't think he's the same fighter, which is unfortunate because I thought he had the best shot of beating Khabib. Uh, Tony's style and just unorthodox approach, I think he had the best shot of beating um, Khabib. Not anymore. I think literally Justin took part of his soul when he beat him that night. And it's sad because Tony Ferguson is a warrior. But, uh, yeah, it was tough to see. I don't think Tony's the same fighter after that. Um, and I don't even know who he's fighting there. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good card, Matt. Uh, UFC 262. So, that is good. Triple take. Who would take Nick, D make Nick Diaz face in his U.S. return? Sounds like Nick Diaz is coming back, too. Again, I don't care about the Diaz brothers. I, don't, I think they're overrated. They're overhyped. They always get talked about. And their fights aren't that impressive and aren't that great. So, with that, that was a quick rundown of some MMA news. There is a uh, WSL is about to kick off again. For those of you following the WSL, World Surf League, they started the competition or they started the year off in um, Hawaii this year. Usually, they end in pipe. They started at pipe. Uh, they had to call it because the <coughs> excuse me, the CEO came down with COVID. And there's some big hoopla about, uh, you know, they had a weird permit to get the contest there. It was like a movie documentary or movie permit, not a surf permit. So when Hawaii found out that he had COVID, they shut everything down. It was real mystery. Nobody really talked about it. WSL didn't really say anything about it. You kind of just had to follow through Instagram and social media to find out what the surfers were talking about and what they were doing. Um, so they did that, and that right, right after that contest. They canceled Sunset, um, so I'll go here. Yeah, they canceled Sunset in Hawaiian Lake, and now they're going over to Australia, which starts, let's see, Men's Championship Tour, Rip Curl Newcastle Cup, presented by Corona, starts tomorrow, which actually, I take that back, it's on live right now, um, because they are in Australia. So, if I kick over there, they're not live. They're waiting to do the Dawn Patrol at 1 p.m., which I don't know what time frame they're in or where we're at. But anyway, if you guys do fantasy uh, surfing, um, I just picked my team today. If you guys want to join my team, uh, let's see. Hali Shaka, SoCal Vibes, Strider, my team. I don't even think I have a team in this new fantasy league, but... I have Happy Beach Vibe as my uh, team that I picked. I'm in a couple different other leagues. But uh, I'll tell you my team. You guys want any pointers on, on fantasy surfing uh, leagues? So for the women, I got Krista Moore. She's my tier one uh, pick. And 
whatever points she gets, she's going to double it. Uh, Lakey Peterson, Courtney Conalog, Keely Andrew, who I just picked randomly. And then for the men's uh, tier one guys, I got John John Florence. Very hard to go against John John Florence in any way, any location. John John Florence is a beast. Got to pick him. Uh, and Italo Ferreira, Fiera, Ferreira, another great guy. He's really come up, and I think those two surfing together or, or pitted against each other, I think those two are going to be like the Andy and Kelly, um, what do you call it, battle. What do you call it? They have a brain fart where they're competing against each other constantly. Year after year, they're battling each other. Rivalry. That's the rivalry. John John and Italo, I think, are going to be toe-to-toe a lot. Uh, tier B, I have Jack Robinson, local, an Australian shredder. This kid's been, he's kind of like John John, but he's been shredding since he was about 13, taking big, huge waves. There's, there's video of him at the box when he was a kid, and the box is a really tough, gnarly wave. So I got him. I got Philippe Toledo. I always like Philippe. I think he's already, I think he should have already won a world title. Unfortunately, he hasn't. Uh, he had a couple injuries, and you know, he's really gotten that big game, um, his big game surfing down. I think that's what he was lacking before. He could do all the aerials. He could do all the crazy stuff. But he was lacking the big wave surfing. And now I think he's got that dialed in. He's put on some muscle with his legs. And he can do those power turns. And I think Philippe has a big future as well. Griffin Colapino, Colapinto, just because I think he's either on or he's off. And I think this time I've seen some footage of him on social media. I think he's really been putting in the work. I think Griffin's going to do well. Julian, a hit or miss. Um, he's always, you know, at the top, but I don't know if he's motivated anymore. He's kind of getting up there in age. I think he just had a second kid. Um, he's a family man. And when you have that and you're thinking about that, you're not as hungry as these guys with no family and the only thing they're thinking about is surfing. Um, not a knock at all. It's just I think Julian is starting to, you know, wind down – Twilight years, as they call it, right off into the sunset. Uh, and I don't think he's going to get a world title in that, you know, in his career. Which is a shame because he's a, he's a really good surfer. But, yeah, not everybody can be a world champion. Uh, in the very last tier, I have Mickey Wright or Mikey Wright. It's Owen Wright's brother. Um, I just like his style. Uh, he's out there. He's he's a crazy guy. and He, he shreds. So I got Mikey Wright, kind of like the wild card. And I got Connor, Connor Coffin. Um, other than that's just the only other name I knew that was in the uh, bottom tier, <clears throat> tier C. So that's my pick, fantasy uh, surfer. Let's see. They're going to be in Australia. Let me see. Rip Curl Newcastle Cup presented by Corona. So looks like they're going to be in Newcastle. And then Narrabeen Classic on April 16th through the 26th. So hopefully everybody can stay healthy. This world has gone upside down with this COVID thing. And uh, when one person gets it, they shut down everything. So if basketball can do it, football can do it, you're rolling around with sweaty guys in those sports, surfing, you're in your own little world out there surfing. I think if they, those other sports can do it and manage, I think surfing can keep, you know, finish off the year strong and not cancel any more events. Um, so after they go to Australia, they actually have four contests in Australia. Uh, then they go to Rio, then they go to South Africa, July, they are at, where are they at? In South Africa, August, they're at Surf Ranch and Kelly Slater's Wave Pool, um, Tahiti in August. And then September, they wrap up the season in, uh, 
Uh, looks like they have, yeah, so Tahiti Pro, which is at Chopu, and then they finish the year at San Clemente and Trestles. Um, I know there's a different kind of scenario of how they're going to do this. It's not going to just be man-on-man. -man. You're going to end up being able to maybe have the fifth guy come all the way up and win the event or, or go against number one for a surf-off. I haven't read all the rules yet. I don't know 100% how that's going to work, but um, it should be interesting. And so that's a little bit about surfing. I know the waves are picking up here in Cabo. We've been here for three months, and today is getting big in size. Um, probably one of the better days since I've been out here. So I'm going to go surf. And this is the Savage Waterman calling out, um, not saying goodbye, because I'm going to go surf. So hope you guys enjoy this. If you guys have any questions or if you guys have any ideas for guests, I have a lot lined up. We just have them scheduled at different times and different days. Um, and today's bounced out. So I'll get that guy back on. Uh, we'll proceed as we do. And I will drop one every Thursday. But if you guys aren't um, on my Instagram, check out the Savage Waterman Podcast Instagram. Also on Facebook. And we're going to start getting some merchandise out there. And I'm going to have a landing page <clears throat> where I'm going to have all these uh, videos up where you can just scroll through them and watch whatever one you want, anywhere you want. So... Sorry for the uh, no guest today, but I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you guys in the water. See you.